if somebody can do something else, we should do it because everybody's the same down to like a cellular level. We're exactly the same. So to your point, like you said, hey, I knew people were getting jacked. I knew people were getting in shape. I knew I had to do this, right? I knew it's possible. And sometimes you just have to see the possibility there, but you just had to figure out how to effectively do it. And then you went on a journey. They can do it. I can do it. Let me find out how. We make mistakes every day in basically every facet of life. Wouldn't it be nice to just skip a few? We'll help you fuck up less. Listen in. Entrepreneurship, business owners, success in life, and yeah. like being able to have a good fitness routine and like control your body. It's There's a really direct linear correlation between the two. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that this yeah. happened. You know, so how this, you know, for those that are tuning in now, how this kind of came up is uh, a book that Angela is reading right now. Um, which is about longevity or something. And then we started talking about intermittent fasting. Um, and then having to, yeah. And then actually in the book says like hit training is super good, which obviously Legion is a hit style gym. Right. And you know, what's funny is a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, trainers and stuff will trash on hit training, which I, I love. I love that trainers will trash on it. Cause they're like, Oh, it's not, not good. The most important, the most beneficial exercise routine is the one that you're actually going to do. That's very true. Hit training when programmed correctly is great, especially because it will challenge you consistently. So, but so many trainers will trash this. This is why I know that it's good is because it gets them super upset. And when you're getting them upset, it means we're on the right path to something. However, that being said, it's they'll trash it like, oh, it's not this. It's going to lead to that or whatever. There's yeah. better ways to do it. It's like, well, if people don't enjoy what they're doing, they're not going to do it. That's very people true. enjoy like what, that's what, what we've you, seen what throughout to? yeah like that's what we've seen with legion and you know you see that with other like you know hit style boot camp based gyms where the energy is so infectious and so good the workouts are fun and beneficial is that this is the first thing they've actually been able to stick to in years right. you know we've had people that are members of the gym for years that did not like working out before they were on up and down cycle so the best form of exercise is going to be the one that challenges that you're actually going to do consistently. So right. if that is HIIT training, if that's like a super, in, the, in a different context, like intense form of strength training or some sort of super intense form of like cardio, then awesome. Like stick with it because you need something to challenge your body. Um, but yeah, you know, that's just kind of, I think, yeah, exercise, strength training, transformation, starting that, I think at my first workout was like, I was 15 or 16 years old when I started. I didn't know what I was doing at all. I just know I didn't like what I saw in the mirror. Yeah. I had gotten dumped by a girlfriend at the time. And I assumed, like probably any young kid that I was like, if I get Jack, she's going to want me back. Jack. I'll show her. <laughs> that clearly didn't work. Um, you know, obviously, that's there's more to a relationship uh, than that. However, it and I didn't get results at all for like a year. Because I didn't know what I was doing. What I learned after years, I knew I didn't give up because I knew clearly there's people that were jacked. There's people that were getting in shape. And I just knew that it wasn't that this thing didn't work. This vehicle of exercise, of strength training, of whatever I had to eat. That wasn't like it. Actually, at first, I didn't even know nutrition was a component. Um, so I just assumed, you know, I just had to find the right style of working out, the right way to work out. But I kept doing it because I knew there was other people that had success. I kind of like carried that over into all of business too as i speak about this out loud is 
there's plenty of things that I don't know in business. However, I see other people have had that success. Like when I first yeah. opened, I saw that there was people eventually that had multiple locations. So I knew that it was possible and that I could do it as well. I just had to figure out what they were doing that got them there. And then like, as these businesses grew and then other businesses were created that fed into that business, I didn't know how to do it, but I knew there was a way to do it because other people had done it. And I think that comes back to when I first started working out, I didn't know what I was doing. I knew there was other people that have had, you know, these that have crazy physique. So clearly it works. I just need to figure that out. So early on, I think that lesson of learning that there is a way to do it. You may not know it now. You just have to go find it. Ultimately, that was a huge lesson for me. But also the biggest lesson with fitness was if I take those actions on a daily basis, if I do them consistently and I do it over a long enough period of time, I'm going to have results. Small inputs, large you know, outcomes. Yep. There you go. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> plug that so. shit in dude so i was just typing down a note so i didn't forget it but like isn't it interesting right that like if somebody else can do something it's proof that we can do it right like if anybody out there can do it and you look like man i can do it it's crazy as it sounds like okay there are some things that you're if you're not seven foot four you're not going to be a center in the nba okay there are some limitations but 99.9 percent yeah. of the stuff out there you can do um and like reading that book right so like going back to this book right lifespan why we age why we don't have to they kind of found a lot of interesting things because like down to like a molecular level cellular level we are the same as yeast right like it's it's so insane like we are made up of the same things that a yeast is made up of right so that's how they studied a lot they found a lot of things in this book about longevity through like studying yeast and like editing yeast dna and then like actually works in humans and mice and they kind of like progress it forward so like um it's it's like if somebody can do something else we should do it because everybody's the same down to like a cellular level we're exactly the same so to your point like you said hey i knew people were getting jacked i knew people were getting in shape i knew i had to do this right i knew it's possible and sometimes you just have to see the possibility there but you just had to figure out how to effectively do it and then you went on a journey they can do it I can do it. Let me find out how. And then you go into the journey and kind of like reverse engineer and figure out what they're doing. It's like a, a basketball player. They're, they're not making any baskets. So all they need to do is see the ball go through the hoop. I'm good. I can make that shot. And now they're good. Now their brain's training on it. So it's like, you know, is it an entrepreneur or somebody that's looking for success? It's like, if you see it's done out there, you can do it too. Just go and reverse engineer it. And there's no difference from somebody to you and the abilities that you guys have. So if they can do it, you can yeah. do it. The only person that's going to hold you back is you. And that's a huge point. And I had to, I don't know if I actually ever had like a issue with even internal self-talk, but I know over the years, I probably even caught myself, not probably have caught myself where I'm like, oh, well, this person has done X because of this, or it's like this person's freaking super jacked. They got such crazy results because their genetics are great. Whereas I had to quickly like reframe the way I even thought about that statement. Like, who cares? Who cares if this person had great genetics and your genetics you maybe aren't as self. good? You never have negative self-talk. I'm going to cut you off there. That's bullshit. Every time I talk to you, why can't you do this? Why can't you do this? Why isn't that possible? Why? I think I'm going to challenge you and say that's a limiting belief. That's literally the talk that you and I have. If I say something, I'm like, oh, yeah, that. you challenge me. Well, it's because I've had a fight through it. Yeah. 
Well, I've had to fight through it. Because, I mean, just like anybody else, I do have periods. I think everybody has periods like that. There was a very long stretch where I felt felt I was untouchable. I was, in, I was like, everything that I touch turns to gold. And, uh, you know, I did go through a period where probably like a year and a half, I was like, I don't know if I can do it again. I don't know if I got this anymore. I don't know. Maybe I, like I, my, my luck has run out. So there was actually a lot of self-talk that I had to work through through that. That being said, there was it's kind of like going back to when I first opened my gym. And I don't know if you experienced this when you opened your gym. But when I was first opening Legion, you know, I understood that there was a possibility that I could fail. And I was like, okay, I'm going to recognize it. I can fail. Worst case scenario, I'm 20, at the time I was 20, I think I it was 24 to 25. I wasn't even 25 when I first opened. I was 24 going through the process. I was like, worst case scenario, I'm an amazing trainer. I'll go get a job at a gym and be a trainer and make what I'm, you know, was making and whatever. I didn't realize the, you know, what was out there. I was like, that was the worst case scenario. And then that was the only time I really thought about it. So I visited the salient negative reality. Then I just said, okay, cool. I'm ignoring that. Life, like, especially for me, living in America, it's not going to be that bad. And then I just went about my day. And I think that, that is that does happen to me where I may experience a little bit of self-doubt or negative self-talk, but it's recognizing it, then flipping it, really instead of even just being like, hey, this person has done this because of why. It's like, no, that's not true. This person how did can I blank. flip it so that's that it, it really makes statement. sense? Yeah, where it's like, yeah, it's like, hey, this person did this, which means so can I. Maybe they have a better skill set in, in one area, cool, I can develop that skill set. Or maybe they did have, you know, I don't really, you know, so many people will look at, at those that are very successful or like even like Elon Musk. You see a lot of people that trash Elon Musk right now and they do it because they're like, oh, well, he did this X, Y, or Z. It's like the dude is putting in the work at 1 a.m., 2 a.m. with his team right now. Most people aren't willing to do that. Yeah. You know, yeah, he had a, an original business that he sold right now, for isn't he? mega isn't bucks. He there like would a bump yeah. bed sweet or uh, that's what that's what I heard. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, like he's he's there all the time. How many people are willing to do that? And it's like those are the things. Whether you know you may not have had a successful exit in a prior business, but uh, and I haven't read it yet. But apparently, there's a and Elon books are really good. Like he he went all in. I, I did after his it. huge exit from PayPal. You did, yeah. I think maybe you and I were talking about very that. good. Yeah, so he went all in. So like like how willing are you to lose everything? Um, but that was, I think, yeah, I think I, so with negative, negative self-talk, I believe like anybody, just like it probably exists in you, just to me, one of the things that I've gotten good at, that I've trained myself is to quickly get over it. And it was interesting. I think because I started, it's one of those things, but when you know, <laughs> like if you think about it, I'm sure. Like when you first probably got into the game, you're, you're just like, Man, this is, you didn't understand the gravity, the magnitude of what was capable. So in the beginning, it was super fun. It was just like, cool, I'm learning this skill and I'm putting it in X. I'm learning this skill, I'm putting it in X. I'm learning this skill. So I didn't have like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Where, and I think it is maybe a little even tougher nowadays in social media. Like it wasn't the same way when we first started. Whereas you're seeing all these people that are showing this level of success. And you're like, what the heck? Like, I didn't know any of that. Like somebody that was extremely financially successful was like a unicorn. Like you didn't know. They didn't go and flaunt it. Now it's like super flaunted. So it probably is a little bit tougher where you 
you don't realize that it's like those small levels of gains. Like I had to do my first hundred K year before I could do a million dollar year. You know, so it was like, I had to do that. And I, and I was like, wow, this is really cool. And I was just loving the process of developing those skills, applying it, learning, applying it. And then just, I don't, especially when I was like growing Legion, I didn't even like, I didn't really even check the numbers. It was just like yeah. next location, level up, next location, level up, maximize yeah. this performance this month. And then when I did start getting obsessed with the numbers, it, it actually kind of worked a little bit negatively for me because I was obsessing about the numbers in the wrong way. Um, yeah, I don't know where that long-winded shit was from. You know, it's crazy. It's like, no, I, I agree with everything you said. And it, it's crazy. It's like, um, I think like when we did Fit Pro, it kind of went out my mind to like, you have to like go back to like, you have to see it's it's possible. Like I didn't know it was possible. It's like when we kind of did that business, like you opened my eyes to like, there's this white label platform called Highland. I'm like, well, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I had no clue anything you're talking about. I played yeah. dumb and I'm like, oh, cool. Okay. And then I was like, wow. And then like, it opens your mind like, oh my God, people are doing this. Oh my God, this person making money. Oh, we made money. Oh, wow. This is actually working. People pay for this service. This is actually a legitimate business. And like open my mind to like, okay, cool. They just had to find out like how to make it work, right? But it's like, dude, you yeah. got to be exposed to that shit. Like you got to, you got to, I don't know why I keep belaboring the fact that people, I don't know why I'm just talking to everybody else because it was like so eye-opening to me. But like just seeing it happen yeah. was like, oh my God, what's possible? Um well, that was the biggest thing for me when I joined that coaching group with Sam back in like 2014. Like I did it out of a place of necessity. I was yeah. down to my last like 10K. I had 10K in expenses coming up. I was like, I need to do something and I need to do it fast because I'm yeah. I'm going to run out of how to get money or any of that stuff. Yep. So I was like, screw it. I guess I was like, I need, I needed to do this. But when I joined that group, then it opened my eyes to the possibilities. Cause Sam had something like eight or four locations at the time. And I was like, Whoa. And he was getting, he had all of these members. He was selling so much in one month. And I was like, what the heck? And, but then I also saw other people in the group that were having such success. And I was like, all right, cool. If they can do it, I can do it. I can do it better. I can do it faster. And then like, that was kind of like, I just had to learn and develop, but it a hundred percent opened my eyes, which then I, I already had like maybe some of the seeds of what could happen with direct response and stuff of that right. nature. But once you, it just, oh, it like opens it up in a great it's way. It's actually possible or meet real yeah. people or don't hear like some fictitious story. You know, there's almost like a, yeah. like a story that's parallel with this. It's like, um, or, or like back to a life lessons, like who you surround yourself with, right? Like yeah. if you're part of good mastermind, you're part around people like, you know, I used to surround myself like where I grew up, like I I was I didn't want for food or anything. I wasn't poor, but I wasn't wealthy. I was, you know, working class family. Uh, we made enough to get by. But I don't think anybody, and sometimes I, I think about this from time to time now, it's like anybody, it's so obvious to me how people can make money and and how this is possible and how this is like a legitimate thing. And like, oh my God, anybody can do this. And I, I think back sometimes like, hey, do the people I grew up with. And I think of specific people and I'm like, does this person still have that same mindset that we had when we were younger? Like, this is impossible. Like, I thought making forty, fifty thousand dollars a year was great, and that was like impossible to do. But like, when I started surrounding myself, and I started, I think one big pivotal point in my life was working for Benz. Like, I mm -hmm. I was forced by accident and exposed to people that literally made more money in a minute than I made in a year, and their time was so valuable. They were in there; things had to be done quick they were top performers and i was like enamored by some of the people i was sitting next to I was like wow and i would ask them questions and i'd 
I'd pick their brains when I saw them in service. I'd come over and I'd get their numbers and I'd talk to them. I'm like, oh my God, this person makes this. Oh my God, this person. there's a person that goes to the Westchester Benz that has a private jet. He's a billionaire. Mm. He invented memory foam for, for, for beds. How right. sweet. <laughs> but he lives very frugal. He's an immigrant from another country yeah. comes over here, lives very frugal. He has a jet probably to get places, but you know, I'm not going to say his name, but he is so wealthy. The guy's like a normal person. I'm like, Oh my God, this is, this is a real person. This is not like a guy from a movie that this yeah. is like a real person that I, I'm literally speaking with and I'm talking to. He's a nice person and he's worth a billion dollars has his own private jet. And it's like, Oh my God. So like, I think that opened me up. So like the lesson is like, you got to surround yourself with people who are like on your level or above or where you want to go to, because like, if you're just surrounded by certain things, you'll think that's, that's your limit. But when you see things are possible, then you're like, wow, they did that. I can start a business and make that kind of money. Then you'd be like, how do I start a business? And you look at the things they actually do and learn how to do it, reverse engineer it. But it's like just surrounding yourself and putting yourself in a room with people that are successful and seeing that it's possible and they're real people and you can touch them like, oh, they have skin like I do. They bleed like I do. They're breathing oxygen. Wow, yeah. I, I do all the same things. I can do this shit. That was eye-opening yeah. for me. This, I mean, that is so huge, being exposed to that. And that's why I know for me, one of the things that I try and do is like when I see younger, you know, uh, kind of like people that have like younger kids that have like more of an entrepreneurial spirit, I'm like, hey, like freaking go all in on that. Here's what's capable. You don't even know what's truly possible yet. Here's some mistakes that I've made that hopefully you can avoid. And it's really exciting because I did have that, you know, when I was first getting into business, I had a, you know, a couple people that were super like, you know, beneficial in my success. Like I had a mentor that owned a bunch of dry cleaners that if he didn't tell me not to spend more than 10% of my anticipated gross revenue on rent, I probably wouldn't have been open for more than a month or two. Right. Because like every other person that goes to open a gym, I look at the fanciest space. I spend so much right. money, not realizing I didn't know how to get customers. Not really. So that's like not, just that's between not that and then that's not a, a money making activity. Yeah, <laughs> you just need a place. Yeah, you know, I had I had some people that were just like, I remember like uh, the one dude Micah. He was like, I just on a piece of paper. He's like, you just got an MBA. I'm like, cool, thanks, bro. Like, perfect. And it was so helpful. And then I had other people like uh, Peter, Melissa, that literally let me use their basement to start and then would send people. And then like, they were so generous with their time. So it was very, uh, it was very helpful for me. So I think, I think that's a, something that I really feel I'm, I'm fortunate and blessed enough to do to then be able to help other people. Right. Be, but that actually was a distraction from uh, where I was trying to go from, which is like what you were talking about is the sum of the five people you spend your time with. Right. And that is so important. And it's, you hear it a lot and it is something that I 100% did. When I was getting into business, I did. I moved away. I moved, you know, I went, I, and I've always done that. I've gone to areas. I just go all in. I don't necessarily know the outcome. I just trust in myself. But, you know, I went to school in a completely other state where I never even visited before I went. It was a great thing. Then when I opened my first gym, it was an hour, hour plus from where I grew up. I didn't know anybody out there. Yeah. And I was just like, screw it. I got this opportunity. I can put up a location here. I'm going to go. And then when I did that, I also not, I don't know if it was necessarily intentional, but then it became intentional was I didn't hang out with the people that I used to hang out with that weren't having the same time to drive or weren't trying to go in the same direction. Nothing against them. It was just like, that's what I was focused on. And probably more to do with me is just like you and I have such great conversations to get along so well as 
we have a very narrow focus of what we give a shit about. Right. And if it's not aligned to that, it's very hard for me to fake an interest. I don't like small talk. Right. I'm not very good at it. I don't want to do it. And but I'm all about talking about business, marketing, sales, growth, new opportunities. I like like same thing like you like earlier you said that I challenge you, you challenge me. Like those are the kind of conversations that I want. And I'd rather have a much smaller group of people that I like talk to that spend my time with. I did do that early on and I do think it was a very beneficial thing for me where I just my circle were the like the business owners that were in the groups uh, that I was in and that was it. So I was only surrounded by people and I only really talked to people that were really looking to push and grow their business. And just like going back into fitness, when I realized, hey, here's these changes that I need to make in order to make, I was 115 pounds when I wanted, first started working out. I wanted to be jacked, which in my mind was two fifty, like 220. Yeah. I was like, if I need to get there, I need to work out, I need to eat, and I need to sleep. So I did that for like three years straight. I never missed a meal. I didn't drink. I would not try and go out late at all. Like I would stay in because I was so focused on achieving this outcome. Same thing happened in business. Once I opened, I fell in love with it. Yep. I was like, this is really cool. Let me learn more about business. And then when my eyes were opened up to the capabilities and the possibilities, I was like, let me do this. I want to achieve this. There was a chip on my shoulder, 100%. Yep. And I was like, hey, I'm going to all in, which also meant I'm not going to do things that aren't going to get me closer to my goal. Right. So, And that was super beneficial for me. You fall in love with the process, right? I'm going to share two mm -hmm. things. Um, back to the Benz thing. It's really cool now bumping into my customers that were like making like good money. They're like surgeons and stuff. And I've surpassed them by like a long shot. Now, when really, you're really buying, cool. you're like, that's yeah, my G-Wagon. I'm not selling that one motherfucker. Right, right. And I'm buying a car. I literally just went to, I just got another BMW and I went to the dealership and I ran into one of the guys and he's like, his dad was like a surgeon, very successful surgeon. He used to buy cars. Like, yeah. He's like asking how I'm doing. His dad's like, dude, so proud of you. And it was like really cool to come back. Like I used to sell you cars yeah. and now like look what I've done. And yeah. um, you know, it's something like I, I like to coach the kid because I really like him and stuff. So his dad was like, yeah, why don't you, you know, work with him? So I'm, I'm gonna be doing some stuff with him. But it's really cool to know that. That's like, awesome. I, I was I was I was talking to like one of my clients who owns a home healthcare business, still very successful, super cool dude, like around the same age. We really jived well at the dealership together. And uh, I bumped into him at um, one of the stores or whatever we we're going to. And he asked how I was doing. He's like, dude, this is amazing, man. He's like, he's buying businesses now. He's got like cleaning businesses, home healthcare businesses. They place like Ugh. nurses. Yeah, it's awesome. So he's doing well, right? I don't know if he's doing the, the revenue that I'm doing right now, but like I have a completely different mindset on business. So he's like, hey, dude, like why don't we have a quick chat? I want to pick your mind about brain about some stuff. He's never done social media marketing. And I spit off, I think we had like a 10 minute conversation. And I spit off a bunch of ideas from him. He's like, dude, this is insane. He's like, this is so effing good. He's like, how do you come up with this stuff? And I'm like, I don't know, it's just obvious to me. He's got a completely different mind where things are obvious <laughs> yes. to him and I can benefit on like his mind and the things he does. But like when it came to marketing and like offers and stuff like that, he's like, dude, this is insane. But to me, it was like so obvious, right? So that's like a, a, a portion where like he, he was in proximity to me. I was in proximity to him to see business was great. Five years yep. later, he's in proximity to me. He'd be like, oh my God, this can completely revolutionize my business with some of the tips and advice yep. you're giving me, right? He's like, dude, you should charge people for this. He's like, why are you doing this for free? <laughs> So like, you know, Let's, I, I, I'd say it's well, I've, I've also told you, you should go into consulting. So it's what I love to do. You know, it's super fun. It's, I'm the same way. Like when you're talking certain aspects of business, it is so easy. 
and it's but it's fun but it's also the way like especially you and i it's like our mind works within the marketing and the sales thing i was like it's easiest for us just like it actually sometimes easy for other people to go into our business and be like hey here's this this and this it's like they, they're seeing it from a different lens yeah but that is something that's really cool and people are sleeping on like we're kind of in like sexy industries we're in fitness we're in you know online coaching consulting and advertising and stuff so those are like sexy like people want to start that what that dude's in is but people don't want to do it. and there's so much opportunity there. so much opportunity like, those businesses if you could buy them up if you could put in like the strategies that we use at our businesses dude. into like those industries that haven't had it you're gonna blow up and dude, surpass he it. Believe it and he He's might not be making yeah he could believe it he's like oh my yeah. god but no but that just led me to believe it's yeah. like wow we can take our skill set and apply it to another industry and it's like we can blow that yeah. industry up for pennies yeah. Well, there's uh, I think you and I were talking about uh, that marketer, Derek Halpern. Um, he's yeah, like one yep. of the best marketers. He was a huge yep. info marketer and all that extremely smart. He had a, and then he, years ago, he's just like, I'm teaching all this marketing stuff and doing all these info products. What if I just applied it? And then he created Truvani and like Truvani blew up because he partnered with uh, what is the food babe or something. Yeah. Um, and then he just took those and he applied it to, to that, that business, which, and there's also, and that's something that I'm still learning about the business I started since I didn't really have business experience. It was more eventually got to I just like cash flow. Here's these high cash flow service based businesses. Yep. And then when I joined EO Entrepreneurs Organization, you know, I yep. started learning about these so other like, like you know HVAC there, companies. You were like a VP there. You're like on the board or whatever it was. Or I was on like the membership board. Yeah. Uh, like I was a, I was a recruitment chair. I was not very good because. That was me. I loved the organization and I was trying to do too many things because I was still like rapidly growing Legion. And then, try, you know, I just, I didn't have the time to commit to it. So that was my bad. Yeah. Sorry, EO Philly for not being a great chair. Um, but like when I got in that, I learned, you know, you hear all these, and this is like also interesting stuff. Like I remember there was a, there was a, you know, guys in there, you hear they have these 15, $20 million businesses. And this is where it started shifting from, thinking just revenue versus profit because my business, even though it would be a fraction had way more profit than those yeah. businesses. Yeah. You know, and, but when I was trying to tell you, like you start learning, it's like, Hey, these people are actually, some of these businesses are just met. Like people get into business more for the, yeah, the cash flow is nice, but it's more for this asset that they're going to sell. Yeah. And you know, cause you were talking about, you're like, Hey, cash flow wise, my businesses might be, is doing better. And you obviously have a great multiple, you know, if you were to exit, Whereas for him, it might be like, hey, cash was okay. Just like in an e-com business, like this is something that was said at one point when I was looking into, when I was doing a little e-com, like, it's not about what you make during it. It's what you're going to make when you sell it. And right. so somebody's like, you don't do e-com to make money. You do it to make money when you sell, Selling which I don't, I still don't hundred percent agree with um, at all, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like, it's, I don't know. Those are just interesting things when you think about the other reasons that you know, some people get into business or what they're planning on doing with their business. Thinking about selling your business is like, I, dude, I've created a life I love. You know what my employees did? We were doing annual Thanksgiving. Now, uh, Case Connect, annual Thanksgiving, Call of Duty. We all get online and play Call of Duty. Together, we got it's online and played it. Like, we're gonna do, dude, I'm so bad. I'm so bad at it. John was on there. Christian was on there. Dude, it was it was a blast, man. We were up for like an hour and a half. I was up to like 11 o'clock, latest I've ever been up in my entire life. And we were playing Call of Duty together. And dude, it was so much fun, man. And we all like jobbed. I love the business we created. I love the lifestyle. Like, uh, of course, it supports yeah. our financial needs. But it's like, 
man, like, I don't know. If you love what you do, it's really tough to sell. Like, I, I would miss it. Like, if somebody could come by and give me $30 million for it, and like, I get it. But it's like, I would I would truly miss this. Like, the money would never fill the yeah. void of what we I get personally from this. Um, because I enjoy business. And kind of going back to another point I was – I wrote down a little bit ago. Um, my uncle was over – for Thanksgiving, they visited and they came to see the kids. Um, and like after that, they were like inviting us out for drinks with all the family. I'm like, I'm like, eh, I'm just not interested. I don't enjoy it. He's like, well, you got to get out and have fun with family. I'm like, that to me is not fun. He's like, well, what's fun to you? I was like, honestly, like make, make fun of me. I like, like reading books and studying and like working. He's like, yeah, it's weird. And like, it's not, <laughs> it's like, I like it. And like, you got to really fall in love with what you're doing and fall in love with business. And, and you and I both have like a sick obsession with what we're doing. And to kind of go back to like, you know, we, when they were over in the house and I was just waiting, 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 waiting till we got on like a topic of business or like a book I read. And it was crazy. It was like, all of a sudden, like you can see my eyes light up and I started talking about this. And I'm like, so what is this business you do? And I'm like, this is our police do this, this, we're able to do this. And how do you do this? Oh, it's like that, that. And when they were asking me questions, I was like, yes, this is a good subject. And I was like, dude, you can do the boom, boom, boom. I tell Lena to do this, 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 and we can do it. And I just wouldn't shut up. I perked up. I was like a different person just because you have to be passionate. You got to love this shit because like, and they're like, shut the fuck up. We don't care. They don't even care. Like most people don't even care. But it's like, that's why some people are obsessed. Like Elon Musk is, supposedly sleeping on the floor back in Twitter, got rid of all the employees are running it like it's a yeah. frat house, right? But dude, he probably loves but, that shit. Loves it. It's Yeah, but even Elon says like for most people, most people wouldn't want to be him. They wouldn't want to have his life. Like his right. brain never shuts off. Right. And that's okay. You know, that's, I, you know, I, uh, I understand, but I'm like, should I just let, you know, you get, you go through like, I think we talked about the other week, you go through ebbs and flows where you're just like in a season of ideas and working and your stuff you're putting out is just so good. You know, it is, it, it, there is a lot of selfishness to entrepreneurship because it is like, it's right. feeding what we want to do, what really fulfills us. And, you know, I like to think of it as well, at the end of the day, it's one allowing the people that are in my life to live a lifestyle that is, you know, hopefully beyond uh, what most people can imagine, but then also setting themselves up for generations. And like, that's the end goal. But if there is a lot of selfishness, it's like, this is what I like doing. This is what I care about. And I will, I have had to teach myself over the years, especially for people that I care about, is to be less selfish and to like, because I've, I, there was a point in time where I just didn't like, I wouldn't even want to pay attention and I couldn't care about that but then when i realized like hey if these people are important to me in my life like i am going to be interested in the things that they that they find enjoyment out of or really love even if it doesn't make right. any sense to me um you know and and that's okay like there's so it's okay for people to have other interests like that was something that like oh, i was like very much like oh like here's this idea you could do this 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 and i'm like what am i doing like they don't care they don't want to do this stuff. Dude, like, it's tough though. It's like it's funny when you're telling people they're like, yeah, 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 and they're like, did you see the Sixers game? And I'm just like, fuck, dude, like you're just missing. Yeah, well, like, then it's like you know, yeah, it's like, yeah. I have two. I was the same way. I'm like, I don't hobbies. care. My family, like going out, with my kids, my family, and like business, and like dude, or, or, and like self help and self improvement. I'm like a junkie for that, and reading books and like, yeah. <laughs> but that's like what I love when people trash. I love that people trash self-help stuff and like self-improvement, self-help. I trash self-improvement. And it's usually self-improvement. broke ass motherfuckers. 
But I trash it when it's stupid, like the other day when somebody talked about hitting the alarm and you're training your subconscious. Shut the fuck up, dude. If you want to sleep in, sleep and just get your shit done when you get up. Like, I trash it when it's stupid. Yeah, see, I don't 100% agree with that. I would say, I do think that if you hit snooze, you are conditioning yourself that it's okay to be lazy. That, you know, and there are, there are I, I agree, but there's some days, like, I don't ever set an alarm unless I have to you know, an early yeah. flight or something like that. I wake up when I wake up, but I really do not hit snooze anymore. One, because it would fuck my day up, like you're groggy and stuff like that. But you are starting your day by letting yourself know that it's okay to be shitty. It's okay. And I, there's like, a, the, not the proper term, but like for you, you're a high achiever. Like, hey, I need to hit snooze or whatever. I'm going to work. You're going to work. But it might not be the most productive you could do. For other people. But for other people that. that are just getting started or they haven't done that stuff. Like, there are times where maybe you do need to hit snooze. But if you're somebody that conditionally doesn't do that, like that hits snooze if and stuff, I do believe asleep, that trains my, your subconscious. If my kids uh, are asleep and my shit goes off and I can hit snooze and they're still asleep, I'll fucking hit snooze. And I won't think twice about it. I will stay asleep. I don't care. Because yeah, and again, maybe the kids. maybe it's because I don't have two kids, so I haven't experienced what you've experienced yet. So it's easy. But like, I I wake up before Lords wakes up. I don't hit. I don't have an alarm. But there are some. It's like I don't have a set time. There's some times where I wake up at five five thirty. There's other times where I wake up at six thirty. There's times where I wake up at, like you know woken up at seven. You know, so it's like. But then I just. I actually do prefer to wake up earlier though, because then I'm way more productive. I do love having that period in the morning where there's nobody awake. I can do like be slow, drink my coffee, do some reading, or start working or whatever, or choose not to. But I do. I I think that the morning routines that you're talking about too are like that. I think that I know really irk you, where it's like you got to meditate, and you got to do this, and you got to do all that shit. Like that's fucking stupid. That's bullshit. And usually if it is coming from somebody that's successful, it's somebody that's been retarded successful so so long that it's like that's not what you did that got you there. Right. But since you're already there, you can do all these things where it's like, hey, wake up, do work. Because I used to work uh, – I used to do most of my work at night actually like during a period of, of Legion's growth. Well, I would work until three like 3 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. And then I wouldn't wake up till 9 or 10. <laughs> You know, but like, and then what's I would be productive the, during the, the day, but not as they're there doing the work, just getting it just done. Doing the work. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't matter if you do it upside I, down, praying with your sock off, just do the work. I do. I do think your environment makes a difference though. Like if Agreed. I, I'm sure you've experienced this, like if I'm, you know, if I'm in, and it's, it's like, if I'm in a clean environment versus a messy environment, like it does impact the, my, my production. Um, yeah. You know, it's like, if yeah. I, do have a routine. I think human beings do well with routines, right? You know, then it, it does help me not get thrown off and then I'll be just as productive or, or whatever. But like, there's a really good book um, that I read, I think that like Taylor recommended. And so I read it's like the war of art. And it's just like, regardless of the resistance, you just have to do the work, yeah. you know? And if you have something out there, like you're, that's just like, it's, it's, if you hit snooze, fuck it, do the work. Peace, homies. We'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> Small inputs, large outcomes. Logging off. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you're learning from us, I want you to share this with other business owners who are hustling just like you. Oh, and don't forget, give us your social so we can have all the info. See you on the next one.